You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Gamma World on the internet for your amusement. This is part five, Robotic Neutral. So E84, you study this strange piece of ancient technology, uh, and it's, you know, especially what's left of it after it's been, (laughs) had junk thrown at it and been slashed in half by some laser whips. And it seems like this uh, was related to to transferring psychic energies, and that you think that the, the batters may have been using it to wipe the minds of unfortunate people from the wastelands that they may have captured, that they could then use them, uh for whatever nefarious purposes a badger uh, would want to wipe the mind of a captive uh, mm. and was also doing some kind of dangerous psychic energy things to other creatures around it, though it seemed to be healing the badgers. Uh, it seemed, I think even for your advanced science skills, it would be extremely hard to return this machine to working order mm-hmm. um, without I don't, a lot I don't of parts and time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was certainly. just I was just interested to see if there was anything that I could glean from it that I might mm-hmm. be able to use later with yep. regards to psychic. And you stuff. suspect that, you know, the the badgers probably found this piece of equipment and leveraged it for their nefarious purposes. It's not of a badger origin. They are not known for creating any machines of anywhere near this complexity. Gotcha. So what do we roll again to see if our uh, Omega Tech survived the fight? Let's go check. I think it's basically a D20, unless you have some special power that makes it not a a D20, or makes it a a modifier, because I think it's basically like doing a saving throw. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm back up to full HP now, right? Yep, you're at full HP, so go ahead. That's right. And this is only for uh, things that we have used this encounter? Yes. If you like, it has a thing where basically, if you had physical cards, which you know I've got a deck of them here, you're supposed to like tap them. Um, ah, wait, are you allowed to, to to call it tapping if it's not it's, Magic the Gathering? It's the same. Co- it's Wizards <laughs> of the Coast. So ah, uh, fair enough. So that, that's how they get you. Um, <laughs> so I would uh, roll for my laser whip, basically, since I use that. Yeah. So um, it's 10 the, and above it, it survives, is that? Let me, oh. I'm trying to find that. I, I feel like we said that last time, but I'm not actually seeing it. It is. I just don't remember. So after you use an Omega Tech item, you might deplete its charge. At the end of an encounter, roll a D20 to make an Omega Charge check. Um, and a, a result of 10 or higher is a success, and the item Sweet. retains its charge. Untap it. And it stays ready. That is an oh, 11. This is important because I think we didn't do this quite right, uh, especially with the laser whip. Each Omega check, each Omega card works once per encounter. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Oh. So. Okay. Oops. Eh, I mean, you, you used it. wielding. You used it mm-hmm. on an inanimate object. You could have done other things to zap it. So that's yeah, just Eventually, we could have along. thrown enough yield signs and yes. such. <laughs> like, you know, we had a couple of stop signs with baseball bats yep. we could have tossed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a Louisville slugger. Mm-hmm. I've got my toy dump truck. So I have eight kicks of ram. I would never throw that. Let's be real. So he would little, never throw that. Is that mm-hmm. little creepy teddy bear thing still in uh 
It is. Uh, okay. I haven't done anything with it yet because I okay. haven't had to restrain anybody. But yeah, it's still uh, still with me, Just still curious. cuddly. I uh, as played this session by my childhood bear and not <gasps> Allison's childhood bear. Aww. <laughs> so uh, tell me about the the wep- the technology that people brought in. Did it did it die or is it gonna? My ring died. I'm good. Aww. I get to keep mine. Okay. Yeah, I get, I get to keep my uh, laser whip or pistol, laser pistol. Yep, and my exoskeleton is still in good shape. All right. Well, yep. Bye bye, cognition anchor. All Can right. I come check on these poor little red shirts down here and see? Yep. So these. Is, is there anything? There's a variety of humanoids locked in this cage by the badgers, and they don't even really seem aware of your presence. They, um,. They seem to have basically had their entire minds wiped and not respond to any kind of, uh, perhaps they can only be controlled by specific commands or whatnot, but they seem unaware that you're there. Okay. Simon says, stand up. One of them I stands suggest- up. <gasps> perhaps Whoa. his name is Simon. <laughs> it's not how that works, I was is it? about to suggest that we put these creatures out of what will certainly become their misery. But perhaps oh they can be useful. Oh my gosh. Do you, are you aware of the three rules? Crobotten. <laughs> um, well, let's see here. Uh, I've got an eight on interaction. So maybe those with wiped minds can be... And you do have some empathic abilities, right? So... Uh, I I'm a mind coercer. Yeah, that mm. seems like. Could I bring them into the group to telepathy and and see if there's anything buzzing around in their brains? Sure. Do you want to right. you want to roll something for that? Yes, I will roll. Um, well, let's see. To do the group telepathy, Dealy Bob, I guess I'll roll a d twenty, and All you right. can decide if it's successful. <laughs> I'd like to see like above a fifteen. All right. We're not going to get that this time, friends. <laughs> Did you add your modifier to it? Uh, for which thing? Uh, interaction? Yeah, why don't you add interaction? Uh, we almost got it. We got a 14 <laughs> there at the end. Oh. You know, it's it, you're having a real hard time kind of finding any mental presence there. It's as if... Uh, you know, you, you in your in your travels, blah blah blah. You feel like you've had more exciting conversations with horses than with these creatures. <laughs> in fact, let me tell you about the time I taught. No, no, <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course. All right, is there is there anything? Do I think I can roll anything to help them or, or figure out? Why don't you roll uh, interaction or something like that? Right. Eleven for interaction. They seem uh, pretty out of it. I mean, I think. If you spent a bunch of time with them, you might be able to get them to follow some very basic commands, but they're kind of helpless on their own. Let me let me give it a shot. Maybe uh, a cat will uh, <laughs> no. use, your vamp- shape. use your vampiric charms. As a 21 on interaction? Uh, wh- what do you want them to do? Uh, I want to learn more about them. Talk to me, damn it! They- Whiting's the name. They Conversation's the game. They don't have any names. They don't know who they are, where they've been. All they know is this cage. So, you come around here often? <laughs> they don't know where here is. Perhaps right. we should leave these creatures until we are done with whatever is to come downstairs. I agree I with would, E84. I would first like to roll for 
Um, well, let's see. What what would you consider the sort of investigation check? Oh, perception. I just want to look into the cage and get a really good, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, really good look around. See if they're they've got anything on their person that would help us. All right. Let's say 20, 19 plus one. Uh, they do indeed. They, it, it, it doesn't look like they have anything on them, but it looks like there is a pile in the corner of things that might be uh, previous belongings of them before they were put in this, uh, in this cage. So one of them... Wait, which include... Uh, do you want to sift through this pile of junk? I yeah. do indeed. All right. Well, we do. <laughs> All right, let's uh, we'll do it in the uh, world. There's going to be some Omega technology and some ancient junk. Let's do Omega technology first this time, since I made you do ancient junk first last time. <laughs> All right, let me find my t- my pile of uh, Omega technology because you know it looks like some of this stuff maybe even the uh, the batters have been tinkering with and getting into working order, or perhaps cobbling together from more than. Uh, one source. Uh, let's see. So, whiting, you find. Make sure I'm not sending. I think this is not something I've already sent someone. You find that. And Atifa, you find that. And. E84, you find that. And of course, Baba Bob, you find this. So everybody finds, uh, you know, some kind of bric-a-brac that they uh, these adventurers may have had on them before they were attacked by batters and caged in this strange room. You also all find uh, some random junk if you want to roll from the random junk table. That's uh, 2d10 or, or... Boy, howdy do I. Uh-huh. I got a 19. All right. With a 19, you find um, a coloring book. Ooh. I got I a 22. Have a, I have a... Yeah, go ahead. So let's see, Ativa, uh, you find a camera flash cube. Whiting. Ooh, wow. 13. Uh, 13, a punching bag. Uh, E84, you found uh, a, a coloring book. <gasps> really? Yeah, crayons not included. Oh, that's all right. There are lots of. Uh... Things I can use to uh, to create color. There's blood everywhere. There's charcoal from burning things. And Baba Bob, do you do you want to look for some ancient junk? I rolled a fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. You found a miniature foosball table. What? <laughs> We're done. How, We're going how back min- to town. How many is many? A miniature. Sorry, a miniature. <laughs> Yeah, how how miniature is is it, your like? It's a tabletop foosball table that you would put on top of another table if you had one of those. We do, <laughs> we do. We actually the magical table. Hmm. hmm. All right, E eighty four. Do you want to take the table, or should we should we leave it? 
Um, I mean, uh, now we've got a where mini are we table. going? See, that's the thing. Hmm. Let's let's look at the uh, at the map. I I think we should bring this table. <laughs> if there's a place you need to go, until I'm we reach one. a point where the passageway is too narrow. To so take it, it does look like uh, looking to the east of this kind of. This is. It looks like you were in a basement. Uh, that looked like it may have been originally part of this tower. You know, the floor is kind of poured concrete. Um, but there are several passageways kind of cut into the earth to the east of this, on the side of this chamber, that it looks like the badgers, or perhaps the slaves that they kept, used to hollow out and build a kind of immense set of tunnels, a, a, a warren, off of this basement. Uh, so the passageways there are going to be much more irregular in size and probably uneven. So up to you whether you want to try and navigate those with a table. <laughs> okay, I, hear me out. I think Let's we should take it, on it as with long the table. As <laughs> can can we just bring it along until it no longer fits in our, you know, it doesn't work <laughs> anymore for us? Sure. Uh, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I sure. think this is a good idea. And then, if necessary, and we need to uh, beat a hasty retreat, we can wedge the table <laughs> as we into the into the, the stone as we uh, as we go by. Okay. It's invincible. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. uh, where are we going to 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 the east? An excellent question Ooh, for you. Yes. Yep. Um. Let's see. So you've all got, you got some junk, you got some Omega Tech, you're healed up. You've all kept careful track of which Omega Tech is currently active, which you have currently, and which you don't. Because some of you may have many items at this point, right? Oh, should we share our Omega Tech, the, the most recent Omega Tech? Yeah, might as well. Sure. Uh, I got the Ishtar Eternalite. It is a fist-sized crystal globe that glows like a star. Uh, mm-hmm. The Eternalite continually produces bright light in a 10-square radius, um, it is, a, it actually is an attack thingy. So it has a close burst of five, uh, each enemy in the burst will be hit and it is, um, the, whoever I hit with it is blinded. So I could blind a bunch of, of enemies at once, uh, with this attack. Wow. Ishtar Eternalite. I found the optic neurojack, uh, which is kind of cool. You plug it into the back of your neck, which for me feels perfect. Um, and until the end of the encounter, you can make a uh, – anytime you make a perception check, you can roll two d20s and use the total result. Um, but if you roll a one on either of them, the effect ends and you're blinded. Save ends. <laughs> wow. I have the same <laughs> thing in Endeavor Neurojack where uh, I find a little plug that I get to plug into my uh, the back of my head. And uh, same deal, 2d20 for any athletics check during the encounter. Ooh. And I got the Omega Spy Comp, uh, which gives a plus two power bonus to conspiracy checks until the end of the encounter. Um, In addition, roll a d20. You can add the result to one conspiracy check you make before the end of the encounter. When might I make a conspiracy check? What does the conspiracy check do? Yeah, Yeah, not sure. I don't know if that's come up yet. (laughs) I don't think it has. um... Is Gamble World flat? Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna stop and look this up because I, I, I'm not sure since this is a, a gamma world power, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Gamma world is not flat. In fact, it has lizard people living inside it. Yeah. <gasps> lizard people. Do they eat avocado toast? Wake up, people. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
flipping through the book. It's good times. All right. Descriptions. Conspiracy is an intelligence-based ability. Okay, this is actually not at all what I would have guessed it was. You make a conspiracy check to remember useful information about a significant person, organization, or event. Uh, making a conspiracy check usually doesn't require an action. Either you know the information or you don't. Um, so it's kind of like, I think it's the history. gamma. History. Yeah, it's the gamma world equivalent of history. Okay. Huh. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Good Good to know. Yeah. So you have- Although I think we, we already determined that we don't know anything about the dude who has taken residence here and called himself king or whatever. I believe that you none of you were familiar with the Iron King. The batters seem to think he was a big deal. Big fluffy deal. It's so, like how uh, I feel when I talk right. to other people about the podcast I listen to. <laughs> so, uh, looking, there's two holes cut into the side of this room to the east. Uh, they look like they go into a connected tunnel, uh, but that tunnel branches off in many directions. You might head north. You might head east. You might head south. Well, with the table, I say we don't go south right away. Yeah, <laughs> that's very narrow. South does look You're like here. the narrowest. Um, um, I kind of like east. Let's go east. Well, right. as long as everyone's on board. Sure. All right. Well, it's good that you just found that glowing Ishtar crystal, because the tunnels mm. are quite dark and damp and smell like old badgers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm not breathing. <laughs> You're never breathing. <laughs> Sometimes I pretend to. Okay. <laughs> it seems to make people more comfortable. And the t- May the- it be a light to us in dark places when all other lights go out. <laughs> Uh, hail Ishtar grab them flammer, whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> so the tunnels twist and turn for quite a ways uh, until eventually you pop out in a kind of larger room. And it looks like there's some kind of the room is uh, is actually somewhat illuminated by some uh, glowing blue moss on the floor of the chamber. Uh, there's kind of a... I- a tunnel entryway with some blue moss and you can see a much larger chamber beyond faintly lit. I would like to investigate the moss with would that be like a science or a perception? I would say science. I, I just want to know if I can use it to make some colors for my coloring book. Okay. Because <laughs> it's glowing. How cool would that be? Um, let's see. Uh, 29. Uh, wow. Yeah, you, you're always good at science. Um, mm-hmm. So um, this moss is Faintly radioactive. You could definitely probably repurpose it into a dye. Um, I'm also going to tell you because that was such an amazing role. Uh, you know that if you're standing on the moss, the uh, kind of background radiation from that would give you a bonus if you were overcharging an alpha power. Though, Ooh. you might experience an alpha flux if you rolled not just a one, but a one, a two, a three, or a four, or a five. Whoa. Wow. Well, if anybody doesn't like their uh, current... <laughs> Alpha powers. So um, that could be real exciting. This, um, I'm also going to tell you, uh, as you're studying the moss, um, you feel like you uh, you hear a faint fluttering in the larger chamber beyond. Oh, I, do we get different moths? alpha powers? You will very soon. Okay. I point out all of this information to my com- companions. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and I also scrape some up into... Um, I don't know, into my explorer's kit or something. Too. I scrape some up and turn it into a uh, what is it, boutonniere? Whatever goes on your lapel. Yeah. 
If you uh, look, I've placed you in some tunnels uh, slightly below where you were on the other map. Nice. Okay. Yep, oh, totally oh. collecting some of that. All right, so... Okay. So um, we can only okay. see as far as... Uh, I, like yeah, I, I just... There's some rocks in the way. Mm. You could certainly look into... Sorry, let me reveal a little bit more. It looks like the larger chamber is through there. So the larger chamber is to the west, west or to the To east? the west. Okay. Follow the moss. All right. I'm going to walk in between the moss for the time being. Okay. Oh, but I, I see. Okay. So it's... Sorry. We'll stand here. And as soon as you stand there, something comes out and you feel you, you feel tingly on that moss. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we all I am tingle also the same way. <laughs> all right. You... Feels a little tingly. I feel like radiation's probably just good for me since I'm an android. That's one way to think about radiation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to right here. So. All right. So yeah. as some of you move into the opening, uh, your eyes adjust and you can see a rather large cavern beyond. Um, oh, dear. And it's got, there's kind of a, a just an immense pit in this cavern. And there's a path that kind of spirals down into this pit. Uh, and... The sound of kind of flapping grows louder as you can see several airborne creatures uh, moving about this chamber. And as the three of you line up in the doorway there, several sets of eyes turn toward you because it seems like they see you as well. Uh, there's several types of creatures living in this uh, underground cavern. Some of them are what are known as bloodbirds or the Red Death. Uh, they're flocks <coughs> of uh, scarlet uh, avian creatures. Uh, and the other creatures in here look more insect in nature. Uh, some of you might be familiar with gamma moths, and some of you may uh, know more about these various creatures. Um, yeah. I'm going to suggest that you roll initiative. Sorry, can you describe their haircuts, please? None <laughs> of these have any haircuts. They seem oh, to be dear. au natural. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me about the badger haircuts. Um, <laughs> All right. I've added my initiative to the turn order. I really like the idea of just like a badger barbershop somewhere in this place. And they like go in and it's all very, <laughs> they sit back in the chair, they get the warm towel over their face, the whole deal. <laughs> Next door, Somebody... there's a bugbear sandwich shop, I think. <laughs> hey. Somebody clips their little claws or sharpens them depending yes. on what they're doing. Yes. Oh, yeah, with a little they Dremel. Can get, like a clear coat on it if they want. Yeah. <laughs> they install that at the Badger Factory. Um, <laughs> can't do anything about that. Um, Reference acknowledged. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in addition to the moss making you feel tingly, it also seems like some of these creatures ha are more irradiated than uh, your traditional Gamma World being. So that may come into play as well. All right. Have all of you uh, put in your initiatives? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me sort these. All right. Atifa, you are the first to react. All right. Well, let's see how we do. All Wait, right. do we get our gamma? Oh, yes. Gamma, gamma. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Keeping me honest slash remembering basic things. As <laughs> the sights of these creatures fills you with adrenaline, your, your veins also pulse with irradiated blood or oil. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Uh, let me find some things here. I've got both. Oh. <laughs> I am dropping some uh, alpha mutations in here. I keep being like anxious that I might be handing out things you've already seen, but hopefully not. Let's see. I am looking through these quickly. I don't always look at them before I send them to you because they're basically randomly generated off from a card deck. And some of these are interesting. Some of these are somewhat redundant or humorlessly synergistic. And some of them uh, are unlikely yeah, are. to be relevant in the scenario of what's about to happen. <laughs> but that's how things work in the wild world of uh, mutations well, on you, Gamma World. If you don't like them, stand on the blue moss. Stand on the you blue moss. Know. So, mm-hmm. Atifa, you are the first to go. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to wait, but the self-immutation I think might come in handy. All right. So I am, <clears throat> once again, going to try the Vitality Transfer, which is my encounter power. And I rolled a 14 versus Fortitude on Bloodbird 2. Bloodbird 2, the t- closest target. So, I'm sorry, what was the number? I think you're going to hit 14 versus fortitude. All right. The flock of bloodbirds does not have that great fortitude and they are hit. Awesome. So that bloodbird is weakened until the end of next turn. I don't know if it's, it must be my next turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, You or an ally within five squares gets temporary HP, uh, four temporary HP. And I, hmm. I'm going to give that to E84 since they're mostly melee. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Now, I will point out, um, I, just to make clear on the map, I don't. can you see that there's various elevation changes um, yeah. in that pit? Mm-hmm. So many of these creatures are currently kind of flapping. Below. Be- over a pit or below where you are. So okay. I'll also mention the um, the birds are actually like a flock of birds, I believe. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. No. Sorry. I'm wrong. They're individual okay, birds. Good. Okay. Individual birds, individual moths. The moths are quite big. Um, yes. Uh, so moths did that, and moths. Did that bird take damage or just become nope. weakened? Okay, just, just weakened. Okay. Uh, did you want to do anything else, Atifa? You could move. No. Nope. Uh, actually, let me get. Yeah, I'll get out of the way and I'll come remain tingly on some moss inside. <laughs> All right, that Ooh. doorway. I know. <laughs> e84. All right. Um, Actually, I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, something happens. <laughs> um, Atifa, as you step to the edge of the uh, sp- the ramp there. Gosh, um, dang it. <laughs> it turns out the ground is kind of soft from all the blue of moss. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you make an acrobatics check? Can I? Sure. I Let's can. Ooh. Ooh, I'll take it. That's 22. All right. Some nice. of the dirt kind of gives way beneath your feet and, you know, spills down the ramp, uh, but you maintain your footing. I take note of this. Yeah. E84, you're next. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll, that I'll, that will come up for anyone else in the future. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, I am curious about bloodbirds and these moth things. Yeah. Um. Do I know, or can I make a check to know whether or not either or both of them do psychic damage? Is there um, a roll of some sort, or is that a thing that I would just know from living in Gamma World? Let's see. I'm going to guess that's probably uh, like a nature or a science. Is there a nature? There is a nature. Roll nature. 
which sucks compared to my science. But well, not everything's going to be science. That's all right. It, it makes much more sense. Oh, I rolled. I rolled a natural twenty, so that's twenty-one. Ooh. All right, awesome. Um, I'll ha- so we'll say this is Bloodbirds. So E eighty four, you know all about Bloodbirds. You have spent several uh, cycles of your life uh, being a bird observation robot. <laughs> um, these feathered predators are also known as the Red Death for their scarlet plumage. Um, though they look like they're birds, they're extremely vicious. Uh, and more than one admirer has been drawn close by the Bloodbird's cheerful song, only to be killed by them. <laughs> um, it has a radioactive bite. Um, and they like to rend their prey into bits. They are most dangerous when they are in a flock. Though they're just here, or they're just two individual birds. That's not a flock. Does not a flock make? Um, they don't have any kind of ranged attack. You would also know that if they are heavily irradiated, if you were next to a, bl- a bloodbird, you might take radiation damage at the start of your turn. Mm. Um, and biting, right. they, they want to bite you and do radiation damage. Da, da, da. Yeah, that's a bloodbird. Okay. Can I also roll for the mothy thing? Yes. All right. Oh, <laughs> so I rolled the natural 20 in the last one. I rolled a one on this. So that's two on my nature check. Looks I like a bug. No idea. Looks like a bug. All right. Well, in that case, I'm just I'm just going to stay where I am and I'm going to Yeah, I really don't have much in the ranged attack. Well, I guess I'll just I'll just shoot once with my assault rifle cuz that is a thing that I can do mm-hmm. from range. Which thing uh, are you shooting at? Um, at the closest blood bird. Got the it. one that has been weakened. Um, that is a 10. I can't remember what we decided we added. Uh, let me check. I think you probably get to add heavy. decks. Um, that's probably... I should keep that bookmarked. Um, I should write it down. So you would add... Um, the weapon's accuracy is two. I don't think we did all this last time because I think whoever got it just rolled so high. I think I like, rolled really high. Yeah, and we're like, oh, yeah, you hit. So you would add the weapon's accuracy, which is two. You would add your level, which is one. And then I think you would add uh, for a range thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like you would use either your strength or constitution modifier. Ugh, that's not good. Um, okay, so minus two. <laughs> I am I am a wussy, uh, mm-hmm. weak, like noodly limbed um, android. That was me last encounter. Come on. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Ten plus one. Okay. So that is simply an eleven, probably versus AC. I would guess to All the right. uh, flappy bloodbird. Yeah, uh, your bullets go wide and go nowhere near the bird. Okay. All right. Then I'm making a note that I have used the assault rifle. I probably won't do it again unless things get dire. And I'm going to stay where I am. All right. Uh, Whiting. Hi, that's me. Uh, What? I I don't actually know how this uh, pistol I got a few rounds ago works. Mm -hmm. Uh, How would that work? I I think we're going to do the same math we just did with Erica on it. Excellent. Um, Just handgun. Great. Yep. So a handgun is a... um, it's a light gun. Yep. So the difference is for this, because it's a light gun, it doesn't do as much damage. 
Uh, so okay. it'll use your dex or intelligence, and I'm guessing right. your dex is much better. Um, uh, hey, uh, let's oh, see. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, want a, I want a light gun, because I could do much yeah, better yeah. at dex than I am. Uh, yeah, dex is a lot better. Dex gives me a plus four. And then you would also add the weapons accuracy, which on a one-handed gun is plus four, and Ooh. your level, which is plus one, so... That's plus nine. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going after the bloodbird that's already been hit. Okay. Closest to us. Uh, that is a non-natural twenty. All right. Roll damage. Uh, for a handgun, it's a D eight. Uh, actually, a D eight plus uh your dex modifier plus your level your level. So. So dex modifier is as we just established a four. Yep. Plus five. Okay, so that's twelve damage to uh Bloodbird number two. Wow. Okay, yeah, you peg the Bloodbird right in the wing. It is bloodied already. Okay. Ooh. Strong opening. The bloody bloodbird. Seems appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, Whiting, do you want to move? Uh so what was the rule we established with uh Blue Moss? It uh it winds up sinking you if you stay there too long. Turns out being near the that that the uh, spiral ramp leading down this pit in the middle is not very stable. Seems like whoever, oh, so it's... whoever excavated it may not have been uh, up to code. <laughs> and the moss itself, um, if you roll up, I think it was one through five. Yep. it changes your alpha mutation. Um, but on the other hand, was it good for overcharge? Was that what it was? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, great. So it's not the moss that uh, that made Atifa no, fall. That was, that, was, was... that was flavor. And she didn't fall. All right. She was great. Cool. Uh, that is their turn. All right. Uh, bloodbirds are next. Well, one bloodbird has been shot at by people, and it does not like that. Um, so this bloodbird is going to swoop at Atifa. And bloodbirds... Ah, Sorry. Bloodbirds can actually occupy the same square as other people. Curse you, Bloodbird. That makes sense. That's if they're rude. above you. Mm-hmm. No concept of personal space. It's like you didn't get an education growing up. Where's your <laughs> grandparents? They didn't teach you any manners. I'm just going to keep razzing about this doggone Bloodbird until the DM says something. Stupid red Says a Bloodbird as it swoops at you, Atifa. Now you think scatological humor is funny, caca? I don't like it. 12 versus AC. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry? 12 versus AC. 12 versus AC, I think. Yeah, that fails. All right. Uh, so the Bloodbird ends its turn uh, flapping adjacent to you. Um, okay. Well, you know what? No, I don't know what. I'm trying <laughs> to decide who does the next Bloodbird dislike. Well, Bob, 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 you were lecturing, so... I was lecturing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only fair. How dare you criticize? The Bloodbird flaps in your direction. Uh, again, not a very strong roll. Uh, that will be 14 versus AC. I don't like to tell you that my AC is 14, because Ty goes to the runner. It does. <laughs> so this Bloodbird is swoops in at you. Um, you are going to take this. There's different types of damage here, so I'm going to roll this one at a time, because I think you... Uh, so you would take a three physical damage, which I believe basically doesn't scathe you at all. Yes, that cancels out because of my beautiful armored skin. So the bird is pecking at you, but it's hard when you're made of rock. And then you will take another five radiation damage. Mm. All right, very well. You are also feeling weird uh, because that the wound that the uh, bloodbird 
caused on you is going to do some ongoing radiation damage. Is there a radiated symbol here? I think there is. If I can just find it. What if I told you I always feel weird? Um, <laughs> you can always take ongoing damage then. Um, the <laughs> other thing, and I'm not sure how to best represent this. Yeah, I don't know how to... Ah, not like oh, that. Oh my god. Oh no, sorry. I keep stacking things on top of them. It's not good. Uh, I'm going to put this below you, like on the wall. So that Bloodbird, because it successfully attacked you, uh, is like, it's moved into your space and is like swooping around your head. Um, so you are basically, like, there is a Bloodbird, like, on you. Do I know what the ongoing damage is? It's five. Minus five each time? Do I have a save on that? Yep, you have a save on it. Okay. So the other thing is... As long as that bloodbird is on, Bob, 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 it is very hard for other people to hit it. Ah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't take back what I said before. You need to learn manners, young thing. <laughs> young bird. <laughs> All right. Young bird. So the, uh, the bloodbirds have gone, and it looks like next up in the order is the blosh, also known as a gamma moth. Um, these creatures are giant irradiated moths, and they're kind of buzzing about the chamber. But it turns out they don't actually want to get really close to you. Um, they're gonna do. They're gonna beam some radiation in your general direction. Um, and why don't they? They'll aim for E eighty four and Whiting. So E eighty four. This mm-hmm. is plus eight versus. Fortitude. That's 15 versus Fortitude. Oh, that hits. And Whiting, you get uh... Did I roll that again? What am I doing? Yeah, you rolled a d20. Okay, 17 versus Fortitude. Yeah, that hits. Alright, so you will take... Oh, this is not good. Um, there's some splash damage on this. Um, you will each take 9 radiation damage, and... Each you're weakened because you are all now heavily irradiated. Hmm. And each creature adjacent to you is going to take some damage. So I think, oh. yeah, I think uh, Atifa and Baba Bob, you're going to take five more damage from the of splash from uh, what E84 and Whiting just got hit by. Sorry. Okay. I suggest we leave this place now. I agree. Bob, 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 you are next. You are uh, irradiated a little bit, so you're going to take uh, five radiation damage at the start of your turn. How are you doing? Um. Well, fine. I have ten health left. <laughs> uh, so I okay. So after I get after Bob, Bob, Bob gets the damage, that's when the save happens. Uh, you you would save at the end of your turn. Okay, gotcha. And you can save both against the radiation streaming through you and the bird that's attached to you. Very well. If you move, the bird just moves with you. Uh, all right, here's what we're going to do. Ooh, all right. I am going to cast Mental Push. And that is 10 plus 4, 14, uh, versus the, the bloodbird above me's will. All right. Unfortunately, I think... Ah! Let's see. 
Yeah, that unfortunately it will not hit. The Bloodbird, when it's on you, is very hard to hit. So the Bloodbird is flapping around your head, pecking at you, and you're having a hard time connecting with it, psychically. <laughs> All right. Um... Uh, woe is me, I sing to thee. Ah, uh, that was a free action. Let's see. <laughs> Do I have any minor actions? Standard, standard, standard. Uh, all right, well, I guess I will uh, just grin and... And let this bird keep on doing what it's doing. All right. I don't believe, have anything left to do. I believe I can help remove the bird. Bob, 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 I turn. would suggest that you first do a saving throw against the radiation coursing through your your veins. I would like that very much. That's going to be an 18. All right. So you, you overcome that. I would also do a saving throw against having a bird attached to you. All right. Do I add anything to this? Nope. Or is it just... Just a saving throw. That's going to be a 70. All right, we're going to put Sweet. that bird. Okay. That bird is now, a, ah. the bird is in your vicinity, but not attached to you. Very well. All right. Atifa, you don't have a bird attached to you. How's that working out? I like it. <laughs> I like not having a bird attached to me. Um, I am going to use one of my Omega Tech items. Uh, I would not hold back because these guys are rough. Um, the Unstable uh, Vibroblade. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. I got to I got to figure out how to do this. I'm not used to melee in this particular game. Okay, so uh it's my level plus 6. So 7 All right. So I'm rolling my d20. Uh that's 24 versus fortitude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's about twice what you needed. Yeah. Hang on, I need to get 3d6. One second. <laughs> It's always nice when it's I like, like I need like bet. a lot more dice than I've got in front of me I, right now. Yeah, right. This yep, is yep. awesome. <laughs> I got a dick. I got a dick. All right. So 3d6 plus my dexterity modifier, which is three plus twice my level five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's 10 force damage. And um, ongoing five physical damage, which can end on a save. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that bird is pretty badly hurt at this point. Good. Yep. You're welcome. There's all kinds of feathers (laughs) flying all around the chamber. They're crimson. Do you want to do anything else? um, You don't have a lot of space to move without provoking. Also, every time you move along the edge of the cliff, there's a chance that you might fall. Mm -hmm. I still say we should leave. I was going to shift to be closer to Bob 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 uh, in case he goes down, but I think I'm just going to wait because I don't want to be adjacent to two birds. Mm-hmm. That's not how, no way to go through life. No, <laughs> no. So I'm done. All right. E84. Okay. I am going to move... South one toward Baba Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, much as I would love to attack the bloody bloodbird, that would require making a check and possibly falling into a hole. So I'm not going that way. Instead, I am going to use my uh, prototype power fist 
on the bloodbird that is next to Baba Bob. Mm-hmm. Let's see how that goes. Um, that I, is 20. Mm-hmm. The one thing I might suggest is, well, I guess you want to do this no matter what. You know that mm-hmm. that those moth attacks do have that thing where it splashes to other people. So uh-huh. that's true. But, but anyway, I think at this you're, point, you're, we're you're, all kind of. You're punching a bird. You're committed. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was a 24 wow. versus okay. yeah. AC. Yep. You run up to the bird that's just been, that Baba Bob has just thrown off his shoulder and punch it in the air. <laughs> Actually, I punch it out of the air because even on a miss, I will be knocking it prone. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Yes. This is not Sweet. good for a bird. Birds don't like to be prone. Yep. So let's see. That's 16 plus strength. Uh, that's minus two. <laughs> okay. So 16 physical damage and I knock the target prone. All right. Oh, you know what? Uh, Atifa, because you yeah. started your turn next to a bird, you took some radiation damage. Oh, I did? Yeah, you took three radiation damage. Okay. Um, okay. That bird is bloodied. In fact, that bird does not look like it's doing great. Um. So where does it – does it just land on the ground right yeah. next to Bob, Bob, Bob? Okay. Indeed. Um. So I've moved and I've done that and – I don't think there's really anything oh, else. Oh, actually, did you remember that you were weakened because you got zapped by a? Uh, oh, I didn't. So how much does that take away from? It's half damage. How much did you just half. do? I did sixteen, so only eight. Okay, that bird's not um, bloodied. Okay, but it is still prone. It is still prone, which means um, it's easier to hit for the next person who makes a melee attack against it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, do I want to? Yes. Am I able to? No. Sadly, no. Uh, you should save against being weakened. Yes, I would like to do that. I would like to do that, but I did not. Okay. Uh, in fact, I rolled a five. Does that mean that my alpha um, whatchamaduzi yeah. changes? Yeah, it does. Good. Okay. I've been hoping for this. Wait, are these like bad alpha whatchamaduzis? No, they're, they're from the same deck. So, you, you know. Okay, good. They're just as and good or bad. clown yeah. shoe. Um, see, my current one, it only helps if it's actually kind of the same as that ring that disappeared. If I take psychic damage, I can like, you know, bounce it back. My, it, oh, my, my, my little uh, product is the same as what my power is. Like they both just blind things. I can uh, actually become light and blind stuff. But it's like, oh, they both blind. That's kind of boring. Anyway. <laughs> uh, E84, something in your circuitry's pulses and... You feel different. All right. Let's see. Um, this. I'm just seeing if this is something that I can. It's going to be a No, it, I wouldn't be able to do it. It would be my yeah. next turn. So, so all right. all right. I will read about this as somebody else goes. All right. Whiting, things are not looking good for your friends. I don't know how good they're looking for you either. Uh, not as good as I'd like them to be. Do you have uh, something so... that kills all birds in a room? That would be great in alpha power uh, up right now. Well, look at this card here. Kill as all a bird. Birds. You are as a cat. You are a cat. Yeah. So. All right. Focus. Um, uh, what kind of action is it to roll to change your uh, uh, mutation while on the moss? It, you don't. You, you can't actually do that. So when you try to do something else, your mutation might change if you roll a five or lower. Oh, okay. Never mind then. All right. So yeah. So basically, you need to fail at something else. Yes. <laughs> for that to happen. What was the? Uh, uh, what was the bird you just rolled at E84, and what happened at the end of that that made you say uh, combat advantage? 
It's the uh, the one on the. It's next to Bob 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 to the left All of right. Bob Bob Bob, and it's on the ground. So if you make a melee attack at it, you get uh, combat advantage. If you make a uh, ranged attack, it's actually harder to hit at this point. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I was gonna say I'll. Uh, mm. You know what? I'll go for a ranged attack at the uh, Bloodbird next to Atifa. Uh, also, do I take any damage for being radiated uh, at the beginning of this turn? I. Uh, you know what? I used the same symbol, and I shouldn't have because I think you're weakened. But you're not, or you're not taking radioactive damage. Yeah. Oh, good. That makes me very yeah. happy. The it's there's two different sources of radiation here. The blood birds um, hurt you with ongoing radiation damage. The uh, moths weaken you. So, All right. Yeah. I'm gonna get rid of the symbol then, since I saved. Yes. All right. Awesome. And uh, so I'm gonna uh, shoot the bloodbird next to Atifa with um, a pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we determine it was like a plus nine or something. <laughs> something ridiculous it like something that? pretty ridiculous yes let's see what this is i think it was uh, nine now have so that's you, gonna be a 21 and you've already fired that pistol once this fight right uh yes that that wasn't the um that's not my omega tech that's just a pistol that yep. i had so yeah the, if the you important... fire it more than once it's gone oh okay but uh, on the other know, hand I'm okay with that if you've committed mm-hmm. to firing it more than once just keep firing it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> go, go, I'm go. okay with that. Yeah, you're I'm, just a vampire cat away. with uh, with nothing left to lose and a handgun. So <laughs> I would write that screenplay. So it was a 21 to hit. Which one were you targeting? Uh, the bloodbird next to Atifa. All right, uh, you rolled a 21 to hit. That will definitely yeah. hit. Roll damage. And that was a d8 plus nine, or no plus eight. Yeah, plus five. Uh, what was it again? Roll a d8. I think you'll be okay. That is a five on the D8. All right. You plug, pluck that b- bloodbird out of the air with another well-placed pistol shot, and it tumbles to the ground and slides down into the pit. All right. Uh, I'm also a wimp and going to move back one. Okay. Two. You know, three. <laughs> you, are na- you are now behind several rocks. You cannot even see your friends. I'll be back in a second, guys. Just, mm-hmm. just hanging out back here. Don't call us his. He, don't call us their his friend. friend. Yeah. Do you have like some text messages to send back there or something? What's going All right. <laughs> so there's one bloodbird left. It's on the floor. It flops up t- into the air. And you know what? E84, this bloodbird doesn't like robots anymore. Well, robots don't like it. It was neutral. Now it is aggressive against robots. So. Um, Robotic neutral. Yeah. 15 versus AC. That does not hit. All right. It flaps at you and it's trying to scratch you with its beak, but it is not connecting. Uh, Whiting, you should save against uh, being weakened. Oh, yes. So sorry. Is a nine. Do I get any modifiers on that? And not unless you've got something special that gives you a modifier on saving throws. Uh, Yeah, I got nothing. All right. I'm still weakened. All right. Uh, that was the Bloodbird's turn, because there's only one of them. The Gamma Moths are next. And they're going to take advantage of your clustering to shoot some uh, radiated beams at... at they're going to target E84 with both beams, because they could potentially splash everybody with them. Yes! So, E84, 12 versus Fortitude. That hits exactly. Oh, no. Aww. And... Lower than that. Okay, that could have been worse. You will take 14 radiation damage and are weakened. <sighs> Atifa and Baba Bob, you take five each. Did we determine 
whether death saving throws last all day, like the fails. Okay, I think they don't because I think. Wait, sorry, how come I got hit? Uh, basically, you get splashed when uh, someone. There's no like. It just save happens. On that? Okay. Yeah, it's mean. Mm-hmm. It's ah. because my fortitude is so low. I get hit, and then you get splashed. Sorry. Yep. All right. So. I'm down to five health. This is fun. I'm this having a great, great time. All right. Everybody run. So, well, it, from Bob, 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 how are y'all the, doing? It's the start of your turn. Good news. You get to take three radiation damage for starting your turn next to a horrible bird. All right. Down to two health. We're having <laughs> so much fun now. This is the best. Truly. Um, I would encourage you to not hold back with an alpha power or an omega tech. Oh, good. I'll just blind all of these creatures, because that's going to do a whole lot. If they're blinded, they have a very hard time hitting you. All right. um, Let's go ahead and use... By the power of Ishtar Eternalite, I burst these creatures. And is that enemies, or is that all of us? Uh, It says each enemy in burst. There you go. Nice. Good good question, Aline. I don't want to be blinded. No, I understand. That's 20 versus will. All right. So you're actually, with a burst attack, it's going to include, it's a big burst, right? Yeah. Burst five. So you're going to roll for each one. So you'll hit the bloodbird. Why don't you roll for the moth number one and then the moth number two? Okay. Eight plus one is nine. Plus... Okay, so, uh, that's that's 17. Versus will? Yeah. Yes. Definitely hits. And the last okay. one. Oh, yay! And that's 24. All right, so they... as well. Are they, does anything else happen, or are they just blinded? Uh, the target is blinded, uh, and then it says in parentheses, save ends. All right. So, um, basically, when they're blinded, they, are, they, have a, they have a hard time hitting anybody else. They grant combat advantage, so they're easier for you to hit. Um, and they are really bad at perception, in case you want to sneak around. Yes. Was that a standard um, I, action to do that or something else? That was. Okay. That was a standard action. So as a minor action, I'm going to scoot the frick away from this bird. That would probably be a move, but I would definitely encourage you doing that. And you may not want to you may want to uh not be as clustered as possible. Let me actually just check something else. Um How does cause no one has done a second wind in uh Gamma World yet, right? Correct. Is that have we talked about that ever? Nope. I don't think right. so. I remember some mention of it, but we didn't actually do it. Ah, this is important, and maybe we should have talked about this before. And uh, Micah, you probably want to do this right now, because you can still do it. You can heal yourself once per encounter using your second wind. Doing so requires a minor action. You regain hit points equal to your bloodied value, so half of your total health. Ooh. And you get a plus two bo- bonus to all your defenses until the start of your next turn. Why do we get that? Uh, this is basically a one-time l- minimal healing that you can do for yourself. Per per encounter? Per encounter. Holy moly, that's nice. really nice. That's excellent. Does it bring you back up to your bloodied value, or do you add your bloodied value? It is, uh, you regain hit points equal to your bloodied value. All right, so I just gave myself, pl- I moved myself back since it's it has move. to count as my minor action, yeah. Oh, uh, no, y- um, yep. So you can move as so, a... Oh, no, no, but you still oh, had I, a move action also, right? Okay, so move doesn't count as a minor action? Nope. That's a no, whole different thing? Okay, action. sweet. So I can move, I can second wind, and I can do the other thing yep, that I did. Yep, you get a standard, yep, a move, and a minor. 
Ooh, how great. All right, I'm feeling better. I've got 11 health now and I'm out of the way. E84, would you have had a chance to heal yourself? That, would that have been relevant and important to know before? Yes, because as long as it's a minor, I don't have any other minors. Do you so. want to pretend that you had uh, one? Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> do All the right. math on where you are now. and It's probably still not great, <laughs> but slightly improved. Yeah, I'm at five now, so that's exciting. That's exciting, yeah. <laughs> I mean, still probably one gamma ray from death, but, you know, it's better totally. than being zero gamma rays from death. <laughs> um. All right, I, I, I say that I have a new alpha power that could probably help us if we want to run away. Just <laughs> FYI. Oh, should we mark all these as blinded? Uh, I will do that. There's Thank you. some kind of eye-based symbol. And Atifa, what would you like to do? I feel like E84 is hinting at something, so I think I'm going to hit... Uh, uh, shoot, no, that plan doesn't work. If you want to wait until after, yeah. I'll go on and just see. I don't know if it'll make a difference or not. I have no idea how successful I will be. Okay, so I'm going to do my fear manifested ranged attack at the Bloodbird. So that's a 22 versus Will. That, that Bloodbird is full of fear. Okay, I've got to find my D8. Uh, so that is eight psychic damage. Um, and until the end of my next turn, the target gives combat advantage and has minus two on attacks. All right. I will tell you, unfortunately, this uh, bloodbird seems to resist psychic damage. Psychic damage. I wondered. All right. Yeah. All right. But, well, but then it does grant you, it does grant combat advantage. Okay. That, that still happens. Awesome. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to run away. OK. Well, I'm going to move away anyway. So one, two, three, four, five. I'll move to here. All right. Uh, 84, I think you're next. Yes. There is a All bird right. right next to you. There is. Does that mean I take? What is it? Three damage? Yes, you take three radiation damage. All right. Which puts me at two, which is still conscious. Yep. All right. They're all blind, correct? They are. Mm-hmm. All right. And in fact, I'm gonna uh, use... I think when something's blind, it can't take opportunity attacks. Is that true? Excellent. Let me check. Um, no, they can do that. They just do it at a huge penalty. Okay. <clears throat> well, I am going to... Uh, use let's see my new alpha mutation which is called amnesia field oh god and it is a standard action so i can do an area that's a burst two within 10 so i can i can set it uh right where the dead bloodbird fell so that it will get all three Mm -hmm. and if i hit the targets will forget all the events of the last five minutes save ends um so the fact that they're blind and will have forgotten that we were even here i suspect means that we will just be able to run away okay as as you could also i'm sorry i i'm sorry i forgot what your power was can you repeat that <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> all right so tony is there something i should think of before i do this no i don't think so i was gonna say you could probably run away you could also potentially run past them i don't know what you want to do um well there's an entrance to the south if we all wanted to run over there while they're blinded and confused. There's a lot of tunnels here. So um, mm-hmm. different things could happen. Yep. So. Uh, all right. So I will um, I will try that. 
Das ist, let's see. Mm, that's not the greatest roll. That is 14 versus Will. On the Bloodbird? On all, well, oh yeah, starting with the Bloodbird, so that's 14 on the It Bloodbird. turns out when you're a bird that lives in a cave, your will is not very high. So, Yay. <laughs> so that'll all get right. the Bloodbird. I would encourage you to roll higher on the Moths if you can. All right, I will go for the top one first. Um, that's 18 versus Will. Good job. And the last one? And the lowest one is, oh, that's an, only a 14 versus Will. Uh, it's Will is 14. So um, hey, hey. I'm going to say that given your excellent combination of powers, uh, if you want this, you could take the opportunity to uh, evade, avoid, or just run away from these creatures, which seem pretty vicious. Um yeah. I think I suggest we do that. Uh, and then now that we understand these creatures better, if we need to come back, we can come back more prepared to face them. I think you probably don't have a lot of time in character to talk about it. So what direction do you want to head? Um, well, okay. So just on the map here, there's a passageway to the south, to the west. Actually, there's two to the south. Is that right? It's hard it to tell. Like three. One, two, three. Oh, okay. Oh, no, one. that's not a path. Never mind. And then one to the east. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. okay. And the, uh, there is the, you know, the sloping uh, pit with a spiral path leading down it. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't want that. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like I feel, that might be where the rabbit is. <laughs> uh, and I think if we were going to try to run past them, we would all have to make saving throws to not fall down. So I am going to run away back to where Whiting and Atifa are. So one, two, three, four, five. Is this a passageway over to the right here? That's the passageway that you entered this area from. Is it? Okay. And then, oh, then so we have I, the north and the south. Then. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird passageways you could go from here. Okay. In that case, I will go one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to head down this way which will get me out of sight of the birds for whenever they can see again. Mm -hmm. uh, rest of the group, do you want to uh, follow E84 <laughs> into the, into the uh, badger tunnels? How bloodied is this bird here? Yes. Uh, it is not bloodied. I okay, hope. never mind. I was going to shoot it <laughs> as we left, but I'm deciding to not. And What's its current health? Uh, Keep in mind, it doesn't bull? forget anything no, after this. So if you hit it now, it's going to remember you. All right, yeah, let's uh, I'll I'll make sure it doesn't remember me by running away. <laughs> All right. I'm assuming I don't know what's going on, so uh I think E8 or E84 would be running for good reason, so I think I'm going to follow. Well, we we could have uh mind skyped. I couldn't though. I can't I can't right, talk to except you except for except for E84. Well, you can hear us though, right? You just can't mm -hmm. say anything. Yep. Okay. Well, sometimes the the uh maybe not the bravest course of action but the safest course of action is to run away from the bloodbirds and gamma moths and so mm -hmm. you do who knows what exciting treasure you might have missed out on but uh you're alive and that's something um so uh after running i don't know maybe some of you panicked maybe some of you are just out for a jog through the tunnels for a while <laughs> you find a little alcove in which you can catch your breath uh you regain hit points your alpha mutations fade away uh, probably take a second to check your equipment because some of your Omega technology is going to uh, oh, right. go away and you didn't regain any new gear oh. from that encounter. I am going to give you uh, half of the experience for uh, okay. um, mm -hmm. dealing with those creatures. I lost my vibroblade. <sighs> bye bye, Power Fist. <laughs> I did not use any Omega tech that 
encounter, so all I lose is the uh, the standard pistol. And yeah, because you fired it more than once. Actually, you have the pistol, you just have no more ammunition. So Oh, okay, so I'll keep that. I just can't use you it could, until I it find It is potential ammo. you could find more ammunition in the future. All so. right, great. Um, do, 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 do. Any other things that need to happen? So... You're going to stumble through the tunnels for more for a while, but we know there are more treacherous things in these badger warrens. All kinds of strange mutations that, uh, creatures that have sneaking around in the dark. And somewhere, somewhere deep beneath these tunnels, the source of the robots that continue to roll through your town. Will you die in the dark caverns all alone? Or Probably. will you die with your friends? <laughs> we'll, <Probably not. laughs> we'll find out next time on Gamma World <laughs> on Total Party Kill.